Can you tell me the story again? All right, we're alive. We're alive. My neighbor's chickens are going crazy. Oh well, now they're now they're going crazy. And you probably still can't hear them because they're not close enough to be picked up. But yeah, I can hear them loud and clear. Yeah. Do you, do your neighbors um do they like use them for their for the eggs like or do they do they just like pets like? You know what? I have no idea. I think they just use them for the noise. Oh, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> I don't think okay. they use. Eggs. I honestly think they're just pets, but I'm not positive. Okay, I was just wondering because like that would be really yeah. be cool. They're like at they're at the house that I don't talk to, so like not that I don't talk to them, I just don't know them. Yeah, I got you. I know what you're saying. Yeah, so I'm not sure. Yeah. I haven't met them to know, but yeah. But anyway, okay. It's fun. They randomly wander into my yard. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, hi everybody. Um, I'm Jeff. I'm Rachel. And this is Grandma Tell Me a Scary Story, the podcast, where we talk about weird and interesting things that uh, we, well, we found interesting, obviously, because I said weird and interesting, and uh, hopefully you guys like it, too. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, if you're here, you do, I guess. I mean, unless this is your first episode, in which case, welcome to the show. Hopefully you listen to the other ones, because we have a bunch of other shows. Yeah, we have a few. We do have a few. You have a few. All, all kinds of things, like disappearances and cults, cults and murderers. ghosts, murderers, um, folklore Bigfoot stuff. type of things. We've never actually covered Bigfoot, but that's okay. That's we've true. Covered the- yeah, we've not covered Bigfoot yet. Not yet, but I am going to the Bigfoot Festival from on my birthday this year, so. Okay, well, maybe we should... In preparation for that, you should do a Bigfoot episode or three. Or three or ten. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't know how many there. I don't know how many Bigfoot. I don't know how many, <laughs> I don't know how many Bigfoot episodes we could do, but we, you can uh, do it. George, we could do a whole podcast on Bigfoot. Uh, well, yeah, I know that. I mean, it's like we could do a whole podcast on Jack the Ripper, who's another person we haven't covered yet. Yeah, but I mean. But also, it's like, what what else is there to say, really? Like. About Bigfoot? Well, about Bigfoot or Jack the Ripper, like... I mean, Jack the Ripper was a woman, and Bigfoot's real. Yeah, totally. There you go. Done. I just solved two things. Um, Big mysteries in the world. Well, we're being efficient today. Being efficient today. I know. Tomorrow, I will um, do something else impressive. Okay. I'm not making that claim. I'm not making that claim. I don't want that responsibility. I don't know what it is yet, but I'll do it. I'll find it. Okay. Well, we are going to talk about something that we've hinted at before. I mean, we talk about this a lot. We're going to talk about a witch, supposedly. Oh, I like witches. Yeah. Is her name Sabrina? No. Uh, This is uh, Dame Alice Keitler. I'm probably butchering her last name. So... This is exciting. Um, so, Alice uh, was born in 1262. That's a long time ago. She is the first recorded person 
to ever be condemned for witchcraft in Ireland. Oh, in yes. Ireland. Yes. 1252? No, that's when she was born. 1262 is when she was born. Um, and we don't actually know when her date of death was, because after 1325, there is no record of her at all. After when? 1325. Oh. Yes. Huh. Uh, she was convicted. <laughs> She was convicted, and before they could um, round her up, she escaped the country. Oh. Yes. Um, however, her servant was not as lucky, and she was also found guilty of witchcraft and flogged and burned at the stake. Oh. Yes. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah, it's not good. Um, so there's details details of what like what happened and led up to it are very easy to come by, but they're very hard to confirm because um, I'll just put it simply: Alice was not a well liked person in her town. <laughs> so that's um, fun. Yeah, and I don't know that if it was like that. Sh- like it doesn't sound like. Like there, there's not a lot of stories about her specifically, but I don't. There's no story saying that she's like mean or anything like that. But she was rich and had influence. So fascinating. Yep. So she was born to a Flemish family of merchants, and she was married four times before she was actually tried of tried for witchcraft. Oh. Yes. I see why she was tried for witchcraft. <laughs> now, you, yes, it started to become clearer. It is, it is. I see it now. Yeah. Um, so her first husband was a man by the name of William Outlaw. Oh, I like it. Um, he was a merchant and moneylender in Kilkenny. Yep. Her second husband was a man by the name of Adam Blund, who was also who was a moneylender. Her third husband was Richard DeVale, who was a prominent landholder. Also good. Mm-hmm. And then her fourth husband was a John Power. It doesn't it doesn't say what he did, but I'm assuming he was probably kind of wealthy. Probably. Yeah. Um, so after her third husband, Richard's death. She actually had to sue her stepson to get her widow's dower. Hmm. Which, for those of you that don't know what a widow's dower is, it's basically like life insurance to care for the wife or family upon the husband's passing. So why'd she have to sue the stepson? Um, Because he probably didn't like her and was withholding that from her. Oh, I see. Probably under this pretense of, well, you don't need this. You're wealthy from your previous two marriages. Like, you don't need more money. Eh, I guess not. Yeah. Um, so, before she got tracked for witchcraft, she was accused of murder. Um, she and her second husband were accused of murdering her first husband. Oh, so it goes like that. Yes. Um. <laughs> Nothing really came from those charges, obviously, because she didn't get 
convicted of it. I don't think he did either. Um, and as stated, like I said, she was a object of hatred in the community because she was very wealthy, because mm-hmm. she learned the money lending business. And I think one article said like half the town owed her money at one point. So. Okay, so then it's really not her fault that they disliked her. That's their own fault. If you're going to borrow money from somebody. Right. Right. Um, but you know how, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know about you, but I kind of sort of hate my mortgage company a little bit because I owe them money. Like, I totally get why I owe them money. Oh, I, I don't, don't like, like them, no. But it doesn't mean, like, I don't like the credit card company either, but, you know. Right, right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I owe, like, it's my fault that I'm in, that I'm in debt because I chose to do it. But, yeah, I, I also am like, yeah, I don't know why you guys hate her. She's providing you a service and... I don't yeah. think she's being userous, but I don't know. I don't know what the rates were. I don't know anything about it. I mean, I guess that's true. She could have been like really cruel and been like, you know, hundred percent. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. No. Yeah. She could have been. Yeah. Such. Why can't I think of the words that I want? I I work in money. <laughs> I don't. Probably that's why because you're like I don't want to talk about work stuff right now. Um, So anyway, um, yeah, this general hatred and dislike of her came to bear when her fourth husband fell ill and people suspected poisoning. Oh. So uh, following, I think, I don't think it was following, I think it was like shortly before he died. um, He... Uh, the husband, his children, and then the children from the previous marriages brought charges against her. Um, apparently, the final straw was when uh, the kids of the final husband found out that she was the sole beneficiary of her husband's estate. The kids had been disowned, basically. Uh, so the story, I guess, goes that the children went to Alice's seaside home and among her effects they found some terrible items implicating her in the practice of dark arts Uh, specifically they said they found body parts evil powders i like that they found body parts i don't know why that just just seems funny yes they found body parts evil powders which i'm not sure what makes a powder evil but whatever (laughs) they must i don't know that's what i'm trying to think they had uh, there were communion wafers supposedly that were imprinted with satanic imagery. Oh, candles made out of human fat. Okay. And much much more. I'm just curious, like how they knew that it was like human fat, and that they knew the powders were evil, and right. Yeah. These are my questions. Yeah, they're good questions. How do you um, know? So, also, I really want communion wafers with images on them. They don't need to be satanic. I just want, like, <laughs> that just sounds fun. So, yeah, they accused her of murder and witchcraft. Um, they citing specifically that she used poison and sorcery against their fathers to, I guess, make them fall in love with her and then subsequently weaken them to the point that they died. Oh. Rude. Um, I think there was also some bitterness probably because she really seemed to favor her firstborn son, William Outlaw Jr. 
Yes. So, she was accused of denying the faith of Christ in the church, cutting up animals to sacrifice to demons at crossroads. Oh, okay. Holding secret meetings at night in churches to perform black magic to undermine said church. Got it. Using sorcery and potions to control Christians. Oh, okay. Uh, possession of a familiar, um, which was a, of a lesser demon. Right. And murder. And murder. That's yes. a good one. I feel yes. like Floyd, I would be accused of having a familiar now with Floyd. Yes, probably. He's definitely my familiar. Yeah. All right, so we're going to take a short break, and then we'll finish out this episode with Talk of the Trial. Woohoo! Yeah. Phone's blowing up, man. That was you. Again. That was me? Oh, because I'm recording? Every time. I need well, to turn the vibrating thing off, I guess. Dumb. That's dumb. So, all right, so we're back from break. So, um, yeah, Alice has just been accused of committing witchcraft and murder. Woo-hoo. Yeah. And murder. And murder. Love it. I like that witchcraft is before murder. It's it's clearly the worst of the things. Well, because of course, because it goes against the church. Right. Yeah. Apparently, that's a bigger offense. Somehow. Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So Richard Dayled Dayledreed. Once again, probably butchered this name. Um, who was the bishop of Ossory? prosecuted the case on behalf of the church and attempted to have Alice arrested. Oh. Um, Alice, however, used her power and influence to stymie his efforts. <laughs> uh, like, she actually, like, the, the chancellor of the community that she was in was, like, basically told the bishop, like, hey, um, can you, like, let this go? <laughs> drop this whole thing you just like, like <laughs> I, I, get, I get what you're trying to do and I, I support it but you like let this go <laughs> I like it I, just, <laughs> I don't know why I find that really funny I just do um, so the bishop actually basically after the chancellor asked me that accused him of trying to uh, basically get in his way and stop him from stop. He's like, well, why don't, why don't you, instead of getting in my way about this, why don't you help me, uh, help me help the church and curbing the witchcraft in your community? Like, do you know when witches here? Like, nah. Yeah. Not gonna do that. Yeah. Um, so, and the reason that is, is because the chancellor and Alice, uh, were related. Oh, not like blood wise. Like, they're like I think like the the way the story goes is that he was the relative of her first husband, Mr. Outlaw. Oh, I like his name, <laughs> Mr. Outlaw. She should have kept that name. That would have been a good one. Um. Yeah. So basically, he said that the chancellor was like, "Look, we're not gonna arrest her. Um, 
until she's excommunicated and we've given her the opportunity to turn herself in. Sure, sure. And so while that was going on, Alice actually fled the community and took up residence inside the Chancellor's home. Oh. Yes. Interesting turn. Yep. Um, the bishop then accused the chancellor of harboring heretics. Um, cool. And he subsequently charged William Outlaw Jr. with heresy. Oh. Uh, William, also influential, uh, had the bishop thrown in prison. <laughs> Oopsies. Because William was good friends with the town judge, I think. Nice. Yeah. So, like, this is this is just a soap opera of things here. Seriously. Uh, at the church's behest, they obviously let the bishop go. Which, once at, once out, the bishop pursued the case even more fervently than before. Right. And he charged Alice and her accomplices which was basically her son and, like, some members of the house staff that she had. Uh, he accused them with committing heresy, sacrificing to demons, communing with said demons, uh, magically trying to excommunicate or absorb the church, uh, making love and hate potions to corrupt Christians, Murdering her past husbands. Oh, right. I forgot about them for a moment. And the last one is having a sexual affair with a demon. Oh, is that all? Yeah, that's it. No big deal. Nah, no big deal at all. Right. Um, so after months and months without any sort of progress, uh, one of Alice's servants, a Patrona or Petronila, uh, Petrona, I'm going to say Petrona. I'm butchering it, but it's fine. Petrona de Meath uh, was tortured, which, because that wasn't against, like, uh, that, that was against English law, but not against church law at the time. Oh. And she confessed to witchcraft. I see. Uh, her confession also indicted Alice with six of the seven charges that were levied against her. They don't specify which ones. Um, mm. At least not yet. I mean, I'm going to read you uh, the bishop's written account of what her confession was. Right. Uh, but she stated basically that her mistress would consult with demons and would openly denounce faith in Christ. Um, that she made potions that allowed her to fly. Okay. And not surprisingly, I'm sure you're thinking, I don't know how reliable this testimony is if you're literally beating this woman. Um, but the yeah, testimony wasn't very reliable, but they still went with it because that's just how much they didn't like Alice. I see. Yes. So, yes, I'm going to read now the, like I said, the bishop's written account of what she can, of what the confession was. So, it goes, on one of these occasions, by the crossroads outside the city, 
She had made an offering of three cocks to a certain demon whom she called Robert, son of art. Um, okay. The Latin is Robertum Filium Artis, from the depths of the underworld. She had poured out the cock's blood, cut the animals into pieces, and mixed the intestines with spiders and other black worms like scorpions. Yeah. With a herb called milfoil, as well as with other herbs and horrible worms. She had boiled this mixture in a pot with the brains and clothes of a boy who had died without baptism and with the head of a robber who had been decapitated. Okay. Uh, Petronia said she had several times at Alice's instigation and once in her presence consulted, consulted demons and received answers. She had consented to a pact whereby she would be the medium between Alice and the said Robert, her friend, in public. Mm -hmm. She said that her own eyes had seen the aforesaid demon as three shapes uh, in the form of three black men, each carrying an iron rod in the hand. This apparition happened by daylight before the said Dame Alice, and while Petronia herself was watching, the aberration had intercourse with Alice. Uh, after this disgraceful act with her own hand, we're guessing Alice's, but it doesn't say, uh, she wiped clean the disgusting place, the sheets, disgusting place with sheets from her own bed. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really gross. Okay. Yeah. So, um, as I kind of gave away at the, at the top of this episode. Alice, somehow, despite these charges being levied against her, flees to England. And yeah. there are no, she just disappears completely. Like, there's no record of what happened to her after she leaves. Well, you know, in 13, whatever it was, was you could do that kind of thing pretty easily. That's true. You could. And come, you just uh, take your money and you're done. And you go um, to a new town and they ask you what your name is and you tell them. Something yeah. completely different. <laughs> That's true. There's no way to check it. Exactly. So, it is movie. Yeah. Uh, so the bishop, even though he lost the, I guess, the main suspect or whatever, did pursue uh, everybody else and got them convicted. Oh, how nice of him. Yes. Um, like I said, I'm not sure why, like, Petronia was the only one that was, like, she's the only one that they specifically flogged and burnt at the stake, like, the other people, like, the other uh, servants, like, I think they just had to pay, like, a monetary fine and they were good. Hmm. Um. Maybe and, they needed her for some reason, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure it was probably, we need some, but we need some sort of, like, scapegoat kind of thing you know if we make a big public show of this one person then we don't need to make an example out of somebody right yeah so the example for whatever reason yeah um so i'm not sure why either but petronia's daughter actually fled with alice to england that's interesting yeah um alice's son william outlaw jr uh-huh uh, he was accused of heresy, usury, perjury, adultery, and clericide. 
clericide, like someone from the church? Yeah, like I think he was accused of killing somebody from the church. Okay, that's what I thought that meant. Yeah. Um, he later recanted, um, so he basically begged for forgiveness from the church, and the church said, all right, that's fine, you can do that. As penance, you have to attend Mass three times a day for a year, and you have to feed the poor, um, help rebuild the church, and stuff like that. Oh, so you have to do community service and go to church. Yeah, that was basically what his punishment was. Huh, not bad. Yeah. So uh, that is the story, basically. Like I said, there's, depending on where you go and who you ask, there's different details about what happened, but... Yeah, she was the first person to ever be accused of witchcraft and found guilty of it. She just was never punished for it. She escaped air quotes justice here because I don't think she was actually like she probably murdered her husband. I, I'm going to I'll go with that. She definitely probably did that. Yeah, <laughs> it's possible. Um, but I it was just really an example of a of. There's this really rich and powerful woman that we don't like because she's rich and powerful and we're not, and we're going to. Yeah. And it sounds like she wasn't dumb either. No, that's always, that's also a strike against her. She wasn't dumb. Yeah. And you know what? She was probably pretty too. So. Probably. No. Probably like, everything I... going for her. She's rich, pretty, she's po not popular, but she's rich and she's pretty and she's smart. So clearly it's high school. And clearly she's made a pact with a demon. And yeah, we really. Her. Yeah. How high school works. I don't know. Demons and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> How you have everything. Yeah. <laughs> and you might have killed your husband. Well, we don't know. For yeah, that's like the only thing I can probably say with certainty. She probably did that. Maybe, but maybe not. I mean, we are talking about like the 1300s, so late 1200s, early 1300s. So it's very possible that they just died of some unknown illness at the time. But we don't know. Like one or two, I could believe, but four of them—that's where I'm, that's kind of why I'm like she probably did have something. To do. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she's clearly black widow, but we don't know that she necessarily murdered them. I mean, maybe she did. Maybe she did it. Right. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm leaning probably towards she probably did, but you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm like. I'm with you there. I'm not a. Uh, right. Not completely on her side, but like you know, good for her for not getting you know punished for being a witch. Right. Yeah. Good for her for escaping justice. Once again, yeah. put that in air quotes. Yeah, I don't I don't know about if I'd call it justice, but yes. Right, that's why it's in air quotes, like, but Yeah, I know. I, I got it. Yeah. It sarcasm. Um anyway. Yep. <laughs> she escaped. Yeah. I like it. Yep. So it's kind of a mystery then, because we don't know what happened to her. Right, yeah, that's kind of why I, one of the things that honed in on it for me is I was like, well, we don't know what happened to her. Like, and it's interesting. It, it was an interesting story. You know, like, I was like, this is kind of cool. I think it's kind of interesting. I mean, was she really a real person? That is my question. Yeah, she was a real person, but like, 
Like, the records are good enough that we know she was real. We just don't know where she went. Right, yeah. Good enough for me. I'm yeah. just making sure. Because sometimes I've come across some of those stories, even, like, later on than that. And, like, they're like, eh, it's debatable if this person actually existed, but. Right. I mean, like, uh, Ragnar Lothbrok, who's, like, this very popular Viking folklore, but he's not like a real like all the stuff he did isn't like it's not him like it's a, it's, it's probably a few other viking lords that that just get lumped in with him like yeah so and shakespeare yeah no we don't know <laughs> <laughs> completely the same thing yeah uh, i think so anyway yeah, so that's uh that's my story. Uh, do you have anything to add? Anything? Um, my phone is going off again, but no. <laughs> okay, well, um, if you like this, um, I think that was what. Sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, sorry, my if my computer would allow me to use Skype because it's not for some reason. Um, it would be easier than using it on my phone. But anyway, no, um, I think I think that's everything. If anybody has suggestions on stories they'd like us to actually cover instead of making me figure it out myself, let me know. Yeah, no, if you have a story that you'd like us to look into, let us know. And if you have a preference for which host does it, let us know that too. Yeah. Um, um. If, if, if you liked us, share us with friends. If you don't like us, share us with enemies. Share us either way. Um, share us, rate us, review us. So those emails with your personal stories about things? Yeah, we'll read them. If... We will read them. We'll read them on the show. And then yeah. you can tell them, like, hey, they talked about me on this podcast. Check yeah. it out. Yeah. And then you'll be cool. Yeah. What makes people cool now, right? Um, I hope so. I don't know. Otherwise, we're, we're in the wrong business. Probably. I don't know. Like, at work today, I had a new people lunch. Um, for like the area that I sit in, which yeah, is weird and awkward, and they're like, introduce yourself and tell us how long you've been here, and I'm like, this is all new people, um, but okay, I've been here a month, <laughs> and they're like, tell us fun facts about you, and I was like, oh gosh, um, um, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, my sister works here. Is that a fun fact? Uh, maybe I don't know. I don't um. either. But yeah, see, for that you could say, oh yeah, I this this. Uh, podcast talked about me on their show. Yeah. There you go. In fact, nobody's talking about me on a podcast, but that's okay. Yeah. You did it that way on purpose. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> on that note, then I guess there's not much left to do except uh, say that we've been great, everybody, and uh, have a great night. <laughs> like, what else are we supposed to do? <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Yes. Have a good night, everybody. We will see you next week. Yes, we will. All right. We will. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.